You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So in light of the Ptira of Rabbi David Feinstein, um, right before Shabbos, I would like to share with you a quote that was, uh, I just read this morning, that I think is a, a very powerful one. The Gemara says in, in Babakama that Godel Talmud Shemevi Lidemaisa. So Rabbi David Feinstein says it's not because when I study I know how to do the mitzvah. It's not because the knowledge of that gives me the exact information and now when I fulfill it, it's I know the instruction manual cold. He said, on the contrary, the more I learn, the more I'm fartifed, I'm engrossed, the more I know I don't know. You learn and you see how deep things are. You see how even a small halacha has so many aspects and how everything goes back to the Ratzon Hashem, which is so beyond. So therefore, you stand in greater awe of Hashem. So, so you're going to be Makayim, not only this mitzvah that you are learning about, but all mitzvahs more diligently. I think that that's a wonderful statement because many times we are confronted by um, topics that, that, that swamp us, that seem to be beyond our ken. And then we just feel, in a way, okay, I'm just going to do what the rabbi said to me to do. What we need to be is actively involved in learning. And, 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 and therefore, it doesn't just come from a sense of, I don't know anything, I just better follow the rules. It comes with a, an awe of the Rabboni Shalom. The awe of, because you are, in some way, in some small way, you're part of the sugi as well. You're learning about it. You're seeing it. You're hearing about it. And that, Godel Talmud Shemevi Lidei Maisa. So I think that's a nice uh, idea from Rabdovid And I think it's something that should encourage us and this was said by one of the people who Rav Moshe Feinstein was made on new shas, like you can't shas. That was Rav David Feinstein. And I think that um, we should not be uh, dissuaded. Um, many times when we learn, especially in the COVID era, who's there, who's with us, and, and, and we discount our learning because of the paucity here is one of the G'dayle Ador, and this was his shear. Seven people, as you can see, Shiva, on the, in the picture. One, two, three, four, five, seven fellows. And here's a person enjoying himself with an art scroll. And Reb David Feinstein, one of the G'dayle Ador. And look how close they are to him. Look how they were able to have a yachas with him. Sometimes had Reb David gone and, and even to Staten Island or some other yeshiva, they wouldn't have had the intimacy that you see here. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was just seven people, eight people in a room and a little base medrash and a little oitzras farim with one of the G'dayle Ador learning. So I know that, uh, you know, you understand what that is. 
it's not about how many Talmidim and how big the room is and how incredible of a shame it has. It's possible that, that, that even what we're doing here in the fundamentals and people listening to it is also something very significant. So we should take Chizik from, from, from Rab David's life and the way Rab David lived. Should give us a, we shouldn't think, oh, what we're doing doesn't really count. Because obviously, okay. in the eyes of the Rabbani show, I mean, the Rambam himself, uh, I've been giving Sherman about the Rambam lately, the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam's yeshiva, according to his son, only had about 10 students. The wow. Rambam had 10 students in Fostat, 10. And that wasn't, that wasn't every day even. So imagine, uh, imagine what that was. In the Ramchal's yeshiva in, in, in Padua as well. It was, uh, you know, you were, you're dealing with the Makubo, uh, uh, the Tzaddik and the Hador in a way. So things are, are, are relative. I'm not saying that the fundamentals of the Talmud here should be put in the same league, but it gives me a little bit of, uh, of, 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 of chizik, especially. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's something I thought maybe you would find interesting. Okay. Um, we were uh, learning about, uh, as I said, concentrating, taita, and maybe what we, and, and it started with the power of liquor or, or wine or alcohol and what it does to your mind. Let's finish off the sugi today or in the next day or two. The Gemara is on Samachayam at Aleph and Erevin towards the bottom of the page. Omer Rav Hanina. Now, mispate is something that occurs to a person, right? We know the word pitui, right? That word we've heard about, pitui kiyifate ish na'ara, Person who a seducer, right? Pesiyamin over, the Pesach says. Person who is uh, gullible. You can sell him on something. He can be convinced, right? Lefatis, that's what it means. So if you're mispata, somehow you become gullible and you 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 submit to something which, if you wouldn't be drinking, you wouldn't have submitted. But you've now allowed yourself to to actually submit to this way of thinking. So, and perhaps you agree to something when that happens. Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning, Henoch. I'm sorry I I haven't attended more consistently. What does it mean, Rashi says, being mispata biyayin? So Rashi says, shemifaisinoso aldover. Let's say there's a person who doesn't want. No, you're not going to the mall. You're not. Uh, you're not getting a car. No, no, it's not time yet for you to start shaduchim. Whatever it is, and then you try to get the person to change their mind. How do you get that person to change his mind? So Rashi quoting, you know, using the phrase that we know in Megillah Esther, umisaratze. He agrees, the person agrees, Kishatov Libo It's only when he had drink in him 
that's when the person agrees. So he wakes up and he says, did I just agree to something? Don't worry. Don't think that what you did is a negative and you've been hoodwinked. In a way, you share a compatibility. You have the das of God. Kono, the person who, who like Koneako. Where do we have God somehow, you know, agreeing under under the under the under the power of wine? Shenemar. Okay, so we see the number six. Something tells me that this is Parshas Noah. And it's confirmed here from here, from the Torah or on the side. So this was a very important statement that God says he's not going to I'm not going to inflict incredible damage on the planet Earth and I'm not going to destroy people in mass like I had. Why does God say that, though? God says it because he smells the sweet smell of the burning flesh of the animals that Noah puts onto the uh, onto the carbon, right? He puts onto the mizbeach. Vayomer shamalibo, and then God speaks to his own heart. So all of those anthropomorphic statements are similar to someone who, yeah, God agreed to do something incredible that he that that seems to have been jump started by Noah's actions that somehow got God in a good mood, so to speak. That's what you have here. Now, by the way, this quote of the pasuk by Noah is one of the. You know, I have another shear called Ramban versus Rambam. This is one of the psukim that the that the Ramban quotes to show that korbonos are not uh, a, a, a dispensation that God allowed in order to get people who were so stuck to the idea of serving God only through animal sacrifice, and that really perhaps a better way to serve God would be without the animal dying and without the slaughtering, without the whole nine yards, but it was only due to the convention or the Rambam says to ask somebody to, to, to serve God without a carbon, he says, would be like asking someone today that you can serve God without praying, without actually uttering words from your mouth. You could logically make a case mentally, oh, I can serve God just by thinking, but nobody would accept that. Oh, that's not all they did, Hashem. That was where the Jewish people found themselves at the time of Matan Torah. That's a Christian concept and also a left-wing Jewish concept that you could think and not do anything and just have faith and serve Hashem. You're you're right, Hannah. The idea of not having to actually... Right, but, but but I think it was I think what the Rambam meant specifically was sitting back and thinking about God and just without uttering the words that coming out of your mouth, just having them in your brain, and that maybe that's enough. Uh, Biddy Avid, if you dive in that way, you're maybe yotzeh. 
Uh, okay, that's. A, I, I'm not sure, Sheila. It's a question. Right, I know. Uh, but the point is, the Rambam is saying that korbanos are really part of a mindset that a mankind has that could not be shaken, and the and and, and God, the main thing. Kivalevich needs to know it too when he gives a shear. Who's your audience? Sheila and Enoch, they need to hear things. Right? I, I'm not going st- to, I need to talk to you. God needed to talk to us and therefore was Mitzvah Korbanos. So the Ramban asks on this, well, look at Noah. <laughs> Noah, there was only five other people in the world. If, if, right? It wasn't like everybody's sense of things, or, uh, right? And it sounds like Noah. There is no other Avodah Zorah. There's nobody else doing anything else. And God is affected by the power of Korbanos. Korbanos have a power here. And, and not only that, it sounds like the, um, as Rashi says, Rashi asks a question, well, how do you see anything about wine in there? So let's see what Rashi answers. Va'amran le'el. Direcha dumya dimishtayahu. Okay, here's where Rashi is um, answering a question. You do have a little um, help with the little Dalid, which is, I believe, probably going to tell you from the Bach. Um, the Bach gives you a little help up here with Nun Beis. Remember what I told you Nun Beis means? Nichtav Bitsido, this is what the Bach wrote on the side of the Gemara. Um, but let's see if you guys can figure it out. Sheila, you want to try? What do you think Rashi is saying here? Derecha dumya dimishtayahu. That smell is equal to like taste. Taste or... Not taste. What's that right. word here? Drinking. Drink. Good, Hannah. It's she says it's like to drink. Good. So right. that smelling is like drinking. Where do we see that smelling is like drinking? It's so, <laughs> well, Rashi tell the Bach tells us mm-hmm. based on what we studied last week. Hainu Remember, Rashi said that when you have strong beer in your house. That itself, that smell could get to you and and give you a sense of being drunk. So you see, we've now equated that. Now, last week, if you remember, you can listen to it online, those of you that that didn't hear it. We talked about the Rambam who says that that it's all about, um, (laughs) the Sheikhar is about a bad smelling thing, that it smells bad. And therefore, it's not a good space to daven. It's similar to a place that has bathroom smells or fecal material around. That's the Rambam. But Rashi says it was based on the fact that that certain smells generate a mental, um, a lack of mental sharpness and acuity similar to what happens when you drink. So when now that that's been established, when you when God smells something, and really takes this incredible smell in, reyach hanichoach, right? Uh, a reyach, a double reyach. In other words, vayorach it's almost three three terms here. Vayorach Hashem es reyach hanichoach. So all that anthropomorphic 
aspect is talking about how powerful it was. Now, the smell enters Kaviochel into God's view, purview, and and that is so powerful. It's like the power of what will happen when someone drinks. And as Rashi now continues, let's finish the Rashi. Now God says, I am not going to unleash death anymore. Which means what? The Irtzi. Irtzi Aramaic for God has been Merutza. God has agreed. So you see that God also, so when don't feel so bad when you agree to something. Because that's sort of what God did. Yeshbo Midas Kono. Now, the only, again, the idea really pops a lot of, a lot of imagery in my head. My only question is, just looking at it critically, this term, yesh bo midas kono. You could have said, kolom espata bieno domelikono, right? He's like God. He's similar to God. The Gemara actually has a very distinctive term, yesh bo midas kono. He has some of das of God. And, and, and part of, you know, it's Yediyas Hashem. This is a very, this is a lot different than saying, well, don't worry, God also sort of got drunk and decided or didn't get drunk or because of the, the simcha over what Noah was doing also decreed something. So you, you let the girl uh, go start going out now. It's probably the best thing. Um, you, you agree to, 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 that they can have the car. Uh, you agree that they can go to the yeshiva they want, whatever it is. Yeshbo midas kono is almost like you 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 almost share God's das. That I think is a very powerful phrase. Maybe so, it's because uh, Nayach, you, you said he was the only one that made a carbon. So uh, Hashem uh, recognizes that and thinks it's a good thing. Right, I, I understand, Hanach, but but we were comparing it to someone in a mundane situation who normally said no. But then he sat, he sat at the table, he took a couple of shots, and then the, his daughter came and said, Daddy, please let me start going out. All right. Yeah, you okay, seem to want it so... That the daughter is like Hashem in that afternoon. No, you're like Hashem. You're like Hashem, and your daughter is like, is like Noah. Is there significance to why we use Kono here, the one who cried? Is there a sort of an understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is our Kono understands the situation so he can be swayed so to speak so too once you have a you're a little relaxed you can understand the other point of view easier than being stuck in your own head okay so she was is is is, is saying that the word kono when we say kone hako is is big big perspective right hakel agadol agibor right Right? He has intimate oh. knowledge of the whole picture. So Kone Ako comes even at, like in the Shemona Esrei, you're saying Kone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, otherwise, why they can use so many different words. Right. So you're saying this is a, so in other words, you, it allows you to sort of, yeah, okay, that's a it very, very perspective. Oh, no, I like it. I like it. Because you see, like I said, you see from the Shemona Esrei, Kone, Sometimes you get the idea of, of Kone is just God, as we talked last night in our in our Ramban class. God runs us. God owns us. God, God is the Odom. 
But here, you know, if you're saying Koneha Kol is more is more like the, the, the ultimate big picture of, of, of what it means. Bigger than it, right? Almost more than just the Bore Hakol. There's almost Kone Hakol. It's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. Yeah, that's something but you think. say that he lets his daughter out to go dating. In the way I, I'm thinking that he's like Hashem, it's like he's independent. He's opening up an avenue for his daughter to see the world, just as Hashem has the uh, independence of creating the universe, he has independence of giving his daughter independence. Yeah, Hanach, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the choice, you know, I happen to give a couple of examples, but it could be whenever you agree to give someone freedom for something, or or, or whenever you you stop having your, um, we say in Hebrew, your kpedot, and you let your, you allow something, it could be that is in itself, um, like you say, seeing it from the other perspective, and incredibly, although it took the wine to do it, it actually allows you to have das kono. Um, it's almost like an outer body experience, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, um, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you're not within yourself. Um, I'm a Rebchia, and Rebchia said, Kol hamisyashev b'yeno, yesh bodas ayin zekenim. Now here, Sheila, we have the word das and henach. And instead of mispate, which is what Hanina had said, mispate b'yeno, here you have something different, misyashev b'yeno. Okay, what's mispate? Mispate, we already know. You didn't want to agree to the dating. You didn't want to agree to the car. Now you agreed. What's misyashev b'yeno? So Rashi helps us out, but it would seem to be counter to mispate. Now, misyashev could be you dug your heels in. It could be the opposite of mispate. Right? Mispata means, well, you convinced me, I drank, you made me feel good, okay, I moved away. Just like the girl who's seduced and the person who believes what, what, what he didn't think was true before, but he's a pessy, so now he starts believing. So he's moved mentally away. Maybe misyashev means you actually dig your heels in and you actually don't move mentally away. That, that could be the contrast. Uh, let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Shishosayayan ve'ain daito mitarefet. So Rashi doesn't exactly say what I said. Rashi says that he doesn't lose it. The word mitarefet, what is it similar to in your mind, the word mitarefet? What is Frank. it? Which means what, Tanakh? Unfit, unfit. Yes, trade, you know. Is that what treif is? Is that what taraf means? Just unfit? Torn. Torn. Torn, right? Remember what remember what, what Yaakov says? Taraf Taraf Yosef? Remember? Yeah. That, um, yeah. So Taraf, you're right. Something is unfit to eat when it didn't die through proper shita. That we say it's treif. It's as if the shokh we say, Oh, that animal is treif. Why is it treif? 
the guy shechted it, yeah, oh, but then we nice. looked at the knife, and the knife had a lot of cuts in it. It wasn't smooth. So it's as if the animal was taken by the neck and ripped apart, and its guts started to come out. That's not exactly what happened, but we call it treif because for us, it's not a shechita. It's as if it was just ripped. So that becomes a, the term, henach, for things. And you're right. In today's mind, we say, oh, that's a tray for book. That's a tray for thing to have in your house. But ultimately, it comes from the word taraf. So here, the way Rashi is using it, mitarefet would mean your brain was there and you didn't let it get ripped. It's not like a wolf came and something came and like ripped the, 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 like the, the essence and the strength of your thinking uh, off. So your das, as Rashi says, was not mitarefet. It stayed. So that, that's, uh, and it's possible if it's in reference to what we said before, you actually stick to your guns. And call a mispat, you are, you are misyashev bieno. Now, but it's interesting that you don't say he has das kono, yesh bo, das ayin zikainim. So he might not be, in other words, in the first case, he's sort of godlike in his agreement. In the second case, where despite everything he drank, he has not given in, he has das of ayin zikainim. Now, um, it's we seem to be saying that he symbolizes or he's emblematic in his firmness of the Sanhedrin. So he's like he's not God by Noah. He's like a God. He's like the the highest court in in in, in, in Judaism, in the Torah, in the world. Therefore, and why? Why does he have das ayin zikainim? So now the Gemara says yayin nitan ba'ayin osios, v'sod nitan ba'ayin osios. Nichnas yayin yotzasod. So now it would seem that this should have something to do with the statement of Rav Chia, right? Rav Chia proves it with what? Wine is nitan. Wine is given in 70 letters? One second. There aren't 70 letters in the word wine. But where is 70, of course? 70 is when yud yud nun. Yeah, the gematria. It's the gematria. So ayin means nitan ba'ayin should be wine is, is, is represented by the number 70, otiot, when it comes to the letters. It doesn't mean it's given with 70 letters. Yayin nitan b'shivim. Yayin can be handed or given over. In other words, the word yayin could be, could, could be represented by the number 70 based on the otiot, based on the letters and the numerical value we attach to the letters. Okay. What else is 70? Visod nitan ba'ayin osiot. The word sowed, right? Samach is 60. Vav is 6. Dalit is 4. Is also 70. Okay. So wine and sowed are the same. Gematria. Nichnas yayin. Okay. 
wine usually comes into a person. In other words, yotzasod. It's almost like there's a displacement. This is very tricky what's happening here because it's almost like numbers, gematria, but the gematria is really pushing the idea that there's all of us carry within us sowed. And we all, and that could be what inhibits us, the thing we never want to say, the relationship that we have with someone that we like, but we never want to say a certain thing. Yayan has a way of displacing sowed, because that's what it does. It weakens your inhibitions, and then you end up saying the thing that you never wanted to say to that person, or the thing you never wanted to reveal. So Yayan and Sod displace each other. The gematria is a way to sort of tell people to be careful about wine and realize what wine can do. Okay, so what does it have to do with the person who drank wine and, and, and dug his heels in and didn't agree or stayed, stayed forceful in what he felt? So basically what we're saying is so Rashi has to make sense of this. Let's see what Rashi says. Well, he's going against his sowed. He's 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 doing the proper thing by not moving away. Right, but normally wine would have done that. Because you took 70 in you. In other words, you have sowed. You took the wine, which usually displaces that. And yet you are misyashev. Somehow, oh, I'm keeping sowed and I'm keeping the wine and I've got it all bundled up here. I'm not letting it change me. I've got them both. So you are now shokalhu. And here comes the, the ayin again. You are like the Sanhedrin that's made up of 70. Because you can really, you're a 70s man, right? You've got the, the hits of the 70s. You have got the 70 in you. Usually this 70 basically splatters someone. It usually causes a person to sort of like fold. But you took the 70 in. Ah, you took the 70 in. And normally that would mean, uh uh-oh, sods are coming out. They don't. You're Miss Yashev. You're still who you are. You're not letting your das cause you to say things that shouldn't be said. You're not revealing things. You're you're still your public self. You're not the complete, whatever, tortured, weak, inner, weakling, whatever you are inside, or or, or, or egotist, egoist, whatever you are, that's not there. The soda of you is not there. So basically what that does mean is that you're in control, man. It's like you can hold 70. So that's what Rebchia meant, that it must be, that's the das of 70. Now, again, it's sort of like using the gematria, but why is it the ayin zekenim? Because I I, I probably, it it shows you how difficult psak halacha is. You know, you have all these different opinions, and yet... They need to issue, they're only called the ayin, they're ayin zakanim, but they issue their rulings uniformly after the arguments, after the issues. Um, you know, we talk about packing the Supreme Court, the nine. Here was 70, 70 powerful brains working, talking, arguing. 
And yet, this is going to be the psak. This is the halacha. We have to do it this way. Erev Tchumim, this way. When the Zikainim are able to do that, what they've managed is an incredible move. They've actually been able, even though they had all these different opinions and possibilities, they came up with a uniformity and a strength that comes from the, that's the same discipline that you summon up when you were able to keep it together. Because part of it is, is, is keeping your eye on the prize, incorporating. Well, Rabbi, so why does, uh, in, in the previous lines, say that, um, that wine, because of Noah and the, and the, and the sacrifice caused Hashem to smell it good, and smelling is like drinking, and it's a good thing. Here we're right. saying, yeah, that's exactly, you've got the point that I'm making. These are two different perspectives, and they're not, they're not necessarily always in conflict with each other. Some might be true sometimes, some might be true another time. Um, and, and not and, only and, that, he says you're like the Koina, you're like Hashem. Here in the good case, you're saying you're like the like the Sanhedrin, which, which is lower than Hashem. That's right. In a way, you are. Again, the Sanhedrin is practical. The Sanhedrin p- keeps it together. And and and, and, and sometimes, Henech, look, you don't always give in. He, he, let me say it better. And I've been saying this this whole sugya. You know, we look at this Gemara and we think about Foster Brooks, Otis from Mayberry. We think about the funny drunk. Everybody was in this boat. It wasn't just Otis who came in and was drunk. Remember Otis from from Mayberry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay? So we aren't just talking about, oh, a guy's drunk. Everybody, in a way, had wine. It was so, uh, everybody was drinking it every day that this was, it wasn't like Russia where everybody was, you know, uh, in, in the 70s and 80s where everybody was like, you know, belching their vodka out and barfing all over the place. But it was a, it was a very prevalent thing. So sometimes you had people who agreed to stuff. And sometimes you had people who were able to be misyashev. And I think the Gemara is really giving a, a hand to each of them. Right. The Gemara is telling you, yes, sometimes you're going to agree to things. Maybe the reason why you agreed is because it touched something deep that, as Sheila said, went beyond your usual um, prejudices and deeply held things. You were able to get, and other times, something told you don't give in. Something told you to be misyashev. And there, what you practiced was the very human capacity that the Sanhedrin practices, which is despite the person trying to convince you, despite the 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 uh, oh, the, the um, uh, strengthening of awareness that happens in a way like oh I hear you you you, but you're able to focus and get the sock out so to speak. So in a way you should you should realize they're both in a way positive, and 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 generally what we want. I think is, you know, we, th- we, we think about keeping it together. And most people needed to keep it together because m- the average afternoon in the time of the Talmud had people in a very good mood. 
<laughs> because what, they, they had lunch and they had the vino, right? That was it. Everybody had the vino and that, that was, that, that was, what was it about? Let's finish off here. Amar Abchanan, lo nivrayayin, ela l'nachem avelim. We started today talking about Rabbi David Feinstein Nebuch, and the Avelim uh, for, for Rabbi David. Wine was there, l'nachem avelim. And what else? L'shalim schar l'vershoyim. Hmm. Shenemar. It does two things. So let's see the Pasik. The Pasik is here in Mishle. Tenu Shekhar Laoved. Give strong beer to the Oved. The Oved is someone who is like the word Aveda, someone who's lost. Viyayin Lamari Nefesh. A Mari Nefesh is someone who's an Ovel. You have to feel, right? Rashi tells us clearly. An Oved is a Russia. He's lost. It's basically so bad that, that it's hard to see anything good. He has a bitter soul. Yes, he does. Um, what is, why is the Russia getting the wine? Look at Rashi here. Because this puts them into a funk. This gets them into a high. A funk, I don't know if it's the right word. I'm using, using right? But this is a trip, man. This is great. I'm feeling right, right? You know the. Uh, you know, it's like, like Harry Chapin says at the end of the, the, the song "Taxi," right? I'm sitting in my taxi, right, getting high, right, high right. and getting stoned, right? That's that's what happened, man. This is it. She's sitting in her fancy house, and here I'm sitting in my. That's what it is. It's it's artificial. But it, the, the, the Gemara is saying it feels good to be in that state. Today we look very much askance at it, but the Rishayim are makabun elam and In a way, you know, it's almost like they're getting it now. So, right. so, they, so, they, 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 they lose in the, in the next world while they're gaining here. Yeah, right. it's, it's not yes. a good feel. <laughs> but, 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 right, but, but if there is no next world, they at least didn't, you know, look what they got in this world. They were able to get the scar of being drunk and the scar of the high, the scar of the buzz, the scar oh. of feeling. <laughs> That's what the Gemara is saying. And, and sometimes you need that as well for an Ovel. Uh, an Ovel needs to sometimes, lenachem. he needs to be Forget moved. his source, right? He needs to be moved away from that pain right now. Nachem comes from the word Leich Nachei Esa'am. Move them away. Where he's he's in such a bad place with the with the recent memory of the person's death that he needs to be pushed into a different perspective. And, and again, it might not be Das Kono here, but but we're here saying that you know people are going to say is wine positive. So Rav Hanan says again, we needed to drink. But what it really does in ways that nothing else is able to accomplish, it's able to, 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 otherwise the Ovil, it sounds from the Gemara, otherwise who knows what the Ovil would do? The Ovil would kill himself maybe, right? And if such pain, you never know what you would do. Otherwise, if, if you keep on seeing things from the cancer and you keep on remembering how the body was, decomp- whatever it was, was happening to it, 
Uh, it's the type of thing that can, and, and your sense of losing to the Malachamavas, to the Malachamavas won and you lost. And you were there when the person died and you don't have that person anymore. All those things can build you to a point that, that if you didn't have this other perspective, at least now, we never know where the person would go. It's it's necessary to give them. And again, it's 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 very much not politically correct in today's world. But this is really the das. This is what Chazal was saying. I'm using the word das. This is what Chazal was saying of that power. So, thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 